do we mean when we talk about personality? What is your personality? It's time for the Uncle Sunday podcast. Find the weird. What do do everybody? This is Uncle Sunday for the Uncle Sunday podcast number five. Today we're going to be talking about a little bit about Rooster Teeth, um, The Walking Dead, the Rooster Teeth community, Birmingham Horicon, Weird News Roundup, you know, shit like that. So basically, um, last night Rooster Teeth had the Extra Life stream. So Extra Life is basically a charity set up to help Children's Miracle Network hospitals. And basically it's centered around gamers or streamers and you know uh, YouTube content providers all basically trying to raise as much money as possible for these sick kids and it's such a it's such a great cause I thought I should talk about it today um, I think you can still donate if you go to the extra life webpage the reason I mentioned rooster teeth is because I've been following Rooster Teeth content for about four or five years now. They always do such a great job raising money for this uh, this excellent cause. They've raised, they reckon, around $850,000, which is absolutely insane. They uh, they put everything they can into uh, into the stream. It's like a 24-hour stream, and they have like people rotating. Obviously, Jack Patillo and Kate Ward were there for most of the the day and it's they were absolute troopers like i recommend you go and check it out like the links and stuff because there'll be like a best of soon i'm pretty sure um but highlights for me include a bunch of people getting shot with paintball guns jeremy dooley changing his hair a different color michael jones and lindsey jones announcing that they're gonna have a kid yeah, mainly lots of paintball. Uh, too spooky, obviously. Hashtag too spooky. Um, if you're a <laughs> if you're a Rooster Teeth community member, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're not, I fully recommend you go and check out Rooster Teeth content. They have so basically Rooster Teeth is an entertainment channel on YouTube, and it breaks down into like a bunch of gaming channels as well as. Um, animation um, Ruby which is the anime that they do is quite popular um, and it's yeah so it's like entertainment gaming anime and some other stuff as well but I'm mostly interested in the gaming side of stuff because obviously a bit of a gamer myself so I watch a lot of stuff like Achievement Hunter which is a good one to follow uh, Funhouse which is more of an adult oriented gaming channel you also have cow chop which is a bit more manic and jackass like if you if you prefer there's a, a new one called game attack which is lots of nintendo stuff lots of lots of smash and mario kart and mario party they're pretty good at tailoring their content to what you want they've got pretty much all bases covered i base like what i watch on youtube is like how people used to watch tv you have your favorite content providers you you like certain people and you just consume whatever they make effectively sometimes it's not as good but you you're more invested in the person than you are the things that come out so i've been watching their content for like like i say three or four years now and you 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 just have to understand well it's like why does anyone watch any content on youtube i don't know it's just a phenomenon isn't it like why are vloggers so successful they just talk about their lives and stuff why do people listen to podcasts you know it's uh it's just one of those things people love to 
receive information and be entertained. And I think that's just the, the, the primary thing, you know, if you're entertained, it must be good. And I fully endorse you check out Rooster Teeth content um, in any facet. It's all good. It's always professional. And, uh, you know, it's, it, seems, it seems like just an awesome company to work for, you know, because they, they raise a lot of money for charity. They make awesome videos. So, yeah, enough pandering to Rooster Teeth. Just a little bit more on the UK community of Rooster Teeth. Obviously, it's growing a lot bigger now. We eventually would like, because um, Rooster Teeth have a convention once a year, and it's been in Australia before, and it's usually in Austin, Texas, where they're based. But we would absolutely love for there to be a Rooster Teeth convention in the UK, preferably, you know, somewhere centralised, but probably London. Yeah, it's just something that we've always wanted in in the UK community to meet more of the the people involved, um, just feel more active in the community, effectively. But anyway, enough about Rooster Teeth. In regards to stuff that I've been watching lately, I've been watching a whole bunch of Walking Dead. I'm super, super invested into the show again. I'm like, I'm on th the third episode. Well, I've just finished the third episode of season seven. And uh, yeah, like, it's shocking how good Negan is as a villain. Like, because we've had some decent villains in The Walking Dead. Like, we had the Governor, you know, stuff like that, or Terminus. But Negan's just like, He's more of a double-edged sword because you can understand why people follow him because he's just so ridiculously charismatic. And I feel like he could manipulate you in such a way where he would seem like the only option type of thing. And he displayed that brilliantly in the third episode. I can't remember the dude's name, but he basically steals his wife, doesn't he? Because they were going to run off and get her medicine or something. And he sort of brainwashed him to such an extent that... Like, he's given him his wife and he's still his right-hand man. And, like, only someone like Negan could do that, basically. And the whole third episode was... I don't want to do, like, any spoils or anything, but he's trying to get Daryl to come to his way of thinking, so to speak. Uh, episode two was sort of like a bit of a trip. It was really weird, but I still enjoyed it. I, I wanted the sort of... the illusion of King Ezekiel to be real even though it made way more sense that he's just a guy that sort of was in the zoo, uh, was a zookeeper and uh, he's not this like insane king with a tiger like he was a zookeeper and used to look after and just sort of rolled with it and developed an english accent and stuff like that so i get the the origins but it would have just been awesome to just have an insane king with a fucking tiger to take on negan um obviously we understood really quickly that he's in no position to do that because he already gives him supplies because Negan is king and I'm just like thinking forward to like who is gonna dethrone Negan because it has to happen um Rick is the obvious choice but I think it's come to a point now where he's like so broken um because he's gone through so much trauma and stuff like that I can see it being Carl or Coral, because um, I think he'll take on more of a mantle of a leader as um, Rick descends more into madness. And I'd love that to be um, a storyline of Rick just going insane and people trying to bring him back from the brink and stuff like that. Carol's storyline is really, really interesting as well. I just can't 
um, rave about it enough, to be fair. It's currently my favourite show, hands down. Been watching Westworld as well, just to sort of keep up with that. It's really well done. It's it's a HBO show. It's not going to fail, is it? You know what I mean? It's just a really cool premise. On the 4th of February 2017, there's the Birmingham Horror Con, which I'm attending. I'm going to try and get um, an interview with Tony Moran, who was Michael Myers. It's going to be an epic convention. There's, there's a lot of um, lot of actors and a lot of horror writers going to be there. It should be an awesome convention. It's the first one of its kind in Birmingham. I'm super psyched. It's going to be at the Edge Baston Stadium on the 4th of February 2017. Uh, yeah, make sure you get yourself a ticket because I'll be there. Um, it would be nice to see some Uncle Sunday fans around. That'd be awesome. Um, in the vein of horror, I wanted to have a quick chat about the Soska sisters, who are, in my mind, one of the more creative of the new breed of horror directors. Uh, the the film I always get people to watch if they've never heard of the Soska sisters before is American Mary. I think it's a great representation of their work. It's original downright creepy and it's really good just go watch it you might have seen as well they did a segment on abc's of death 2 they did tears for torture porn which was really good uh vendetta and bob also so i i'm gonna try and get um get an interview set up with the Saska sisters it'd be awesome to have a chat with them about their their new product projects and stuff like that i'm a big fan and they they're they're really cool girls as well like um i have a mutual friend uh with them and she says they're they're absolutely adorable as well as really really creative and really friendly so we're going to try and get a an interview with the Saska sisters soon but i fully recommend you watch american mary it's super duper good fun for all the family except 18 plus. Now, obviously, we can't do a podcast on the, uh, what is it, the three-day eve of uh, Donald Trump being president without mentioning him. You're probably, like, bored to death as much as I am about people talking about Donald Trump, but I'll just talk, I'll just touch on it a little bit. Like, I mean, this podcast was set in place because, obviously, I wanted to talk to people, and two, I'm interested in, like, spooky shit and weird news and the bizarre side of the world, and this is some... Fucking weird news, boy. Donald Trump is the US president. <laughs> the guy from The Fucking Apprentice is the president of the United States of America. Holy shit. What the fuck is going on? I've watched like a bunch of videos and a bunch of people. Basically, this has caused a lot of unrest between the so-called liberals and the so-called and the republicans and the more right wing and the left wing and blah 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 i don't really consider myself any of those things i think if you're too much of something you're not enough of the other um obviously i don't promote racism homophobia transphobia any of that shit i think you should base everyone on single merit if a prick is a prick you call him a prick at the end of the day donald trump yeah bit of a prick <laughs> Um, you know, you can't deny some of the stuff he said about women, some of the stuff he's apparently done to women. Like, people, those rumours don't just start from anywhere. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's the president now. And I think he's just going to have to show people what he can do. That's the only way he's going to sort of justify this. But, like, people are pissed off that he got into power. Like, people voted for him. He didn't just fucking magically appear there. Like, 
the majority of people, sorry, it's not true, is it? Like, apparently the majority of the popular vote didn't go to him. The Electoral College went to him. But that's not the fault of Donald Trump. That's the fault of your shitty fucking election system. That's all it is. If you're upset, be upset about that. Be upset that the majority of people voted and didn't get the result they wanted. Democracy, eh? Don't you love it? Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about for Donald Trump because he, he's a bit boring and a bit old and a bit weird. And yeah, just makes me a little bit uncomfortable. I feel like he would smell like uh, he wouldn't know if he didn't have people tell him. I reckon he'd be like the guy who smelled on the bus. And he'd be like, oh man, I can't wait for this guy to get off so I can breathe normally again. Like, and I don't get his complexion, like his face. Like, is it is it foundation? Does he wear, like, is he, I've saw a lot of girls that look like that, like, in the Midlands. Um, they like, look like Watsit's faces, but, uh, I don't know. It's pretty, pretty damn weird. Been a weird year when you think back. I think collectively we're all in a bit of a hangover for 2016. It's like, Jesus Christ, let's just move on to the next year. Throw this one away. <laughs> like, shit didn't go our way, you know, post-Brexit and all that fucking bullshit. Which I'm, I'm not going to make this a political podcast. This is just about the spooky news and the fucking weird shit and just having a laugh, basically. Um... But but you you must admit, like, politically, it's been a fucking weird year. At least all the killer clowns are gone, you know? That's something we can all be pleasantly surprised about. I just recently watched um, Don't Breathe, the new horror film. Well, I say new, it's about a month old now. Um, really enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. Um, Fede Alvarez again, doing his thing, making me more and more impressed. I thought cinematically it looked really, really pretty. I thought they used um, they used space and, sh- and lighting and stuff really, really well with a very simple premise that made it actually more creepy because it was just one guy, but he was like an ultimate... You, 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 you feel him like an ultimate evil after a while. I won't tell you any spoilers, but um, I recommend you go see it. It's more than meets the eye. It's not just a, a home invasion film. It's actually like quite thought-provoking. And a bit weird. I also watched with a couple of friends um, Lights Out, which is, I think, loosely based on um, those short horror videos that you saw on YouTube of the person turning the lights on and off and then seeing a horrible thing in the shadows. And it was like a jump scare thing from like 2000s. The premise actually wasn't too bad. Like the, the setup was a bit ridiculous. Like the girl had like. She had, like, a disease, which was, like, exposure to sunlight made her, like, blister up and stuff. So the cure that they thought for her was to blast her with, like, ultra, ultraviolet light. And she exploded. (laughs) It seems ridiculous to say out loud, but that's what happened. So that was the setup. And she became a malevolent spirit, you know, destined to fuck with people. Um, It was alright. It was fine. I saw a lot of shit movies as well uh, these, this past month in October. I saw Yoga Hoses, which I consider one of the worst films I've ever seen. Like, I get what he was trying to do. Like, Kevin Smith has obviously seen Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. And, you know, he just wants to do what he wants to do. I, I'm getting a lot of Lloyd Kaufman from him lately. Like, he just doesn't care. But 
it's just so bad. Like, it pains me how bad Yoga Hoses was. I just, I mean, fair play. Like, he's got a he's got a daughter that he loves. He's make having fun, making movies with her. All good, but she is not great, not natural, I should say, at the acting. Um, Depp's daughter wasn't too bad, but you know, maybe it's in the genes. Maybe Kevin Smith's daughter should have been the silent one of the two. Ew. So, uh, the other awful film that I saw recently was 31 by Rob Zombie. You know, I was a huge advocate for Rob Zombie films. Like, you know, dude's doing his own thing. He's part of the whole cult classic stuff now. Like, everyone fucking loves House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects is, like, critically acclaimed. And I don't know what happened. He's just like, nah, fuck all that. Like, I don't want, I don't need to write scripts anymore. I'm just going to put a bunch of visuals on the screen and then people will like it because it's Rob Zombie. 31 has the least amount of plot of a horror film I've ever seen. Like, what the fuck happens? Like, there is a bunch of people in a van. Then they all get kidnapped. Um, then it's like Saw meets fucking Gladiator. And there's like they running from thing, running from people trying to kill them, and there's a Nazi midget. It's like what the fuck is going on? Basically, hated it. Thought it was terrible. We'll never watch again. It's Lords of Salem all over again. Like at least Lords of Salem had a deep, cool little plot device, which is, huh? There's this band that no one knows that are have made this record, and when they play it, like women go crazy and want to kill all the men. Like, that's awesome, but then that turned into a fucking weird David Lynch art house thing at the end with masturbating popes and antichrist babies. and Yeah, and the the irony was that <laughs> I, we saw both of those movies in the same evening, and it just put a damper on the whole evening. When you watch two bad films back-to-back, it's like, it ruins the whole week. <laughs> it really does. Um... But never mind. I think it's always good to watch new movies and and make an opinion for yourself. Like, you don't have to listen to what I say and then take it as gospel. Go and watch those movies if you want. But I thought they were trash. And again, like, it's better to watch the movies yourself and realise it's trash than listen to someone else. And the worst people in the world are people that watch a trailer and decide... It's a shit film. Like, you haven't seen anything about that, about that film. Like, a trailer can be cut a thousand different ways and make the movie appear a thousand different ways. Prime example, Suicide Squad. Like, I had no fucking idea what Suicide Squad was about when the trailer first trailer was cut. Like, cool, I knew all the characters. I knew that they were involved in the DC Universe. But what the fuck was that movie about for the first trailer? <laughs> I mean, I really ask you... And then the way it was cut for, like, the theatrical release was really bizarre. I thought the, um, I thought Cara Delvine's character, the, the Enchantress, was really a poor choice for the villain. Like, DC has so many villains they could have used. It, like, the Batman universe has so many they could have used. It's just like, ugh. Funnily enough, I thought the Joker was a little underutilized. I didn't think he was as bad as everyone was, was saying. You know, he adds, like, an interesting, chaotic 
um, parameter to the to the story. I thought he, he would have played quite well against Will Smith, but they never really interact. I don't think they interact at all in the movie, Will Smith and Jared Leto. Um, Harley Quinn stood out as an amazing, uh, amazing character. Really well portrayed, I thought. Uh, and obviously Deadshot by Will Smith, because he's not going to do a fucking bad job, is he? Will Smith, for fuck's sake. I really like Captain Boomerang as well. He did awesome with a really awful secondary character, even though he was quite good in uh, Brightest Day. But, you know, we won't get into comic book talk. In regards to um, the Uncle Sunday podcast, like what's going to happen with it, I'm still going to try and get a, get a podcast out once a week. But I think I'm going to change the day to Sunday. It makes more sense. It's in the name. Wednesdays are just a bit awkward at the moment with work and trying to get a guest on. And if they're like, if they are an international guest, I have to sync up with their time zones and stuff. So it can be difficult. Um, in the near future, we're going to have Nicole Alonso on the podcast, who is an actress from America who starred in Crawl or Die, which is a great cult film, cult horror film at the moment. You can see it. I think it's on Amazon. You can buy it on Blu-ray and DVD. It also is on uh, the Horror Channel in Britain quite often. It's a great movie. Um, And they work like super grassroots, Oklahoma and uh, Nicole. They work really, really hard to get those movies out, and I've, I've been a friend with them for a long, long time. So I thoroughly recommend you go and watch Crawl or Die. If you love, like, um, it's a cross between, like, Alien and, like, The Descent, I would say. Very, very claustrophobic and very, very spooky. Um, it definitely gave me claustrophobia watching it. I was like, Jesus, Nicole, like, how did you do that shit? It's like, that's some scary shit. In regards to gaming news, um... A lot of people I've been speaking to have been playing Skyrim again, myself included, and dude, that's just a good game. Like, it's like what 2010 and 2011 it came out, and like I've just been playing the remastered, and it's just great. Like, it's such a good game. It makes me want to have another Elder Scrolls game. You know, hopefully the online motif is dead now. There won't be any more online games. Like, because all games are multiplayer anyway. We just want a good single player campaign and decent multiplayer for the the pvp and stuff i'm hoping the next elder scrolls game delivers in regards to fallout uh it's my favorite game franchise and while i thought fallout 4 was a terrific game i thought that it's took away a lot of the essence of what makes a fallout game great and one of those is role playing i thought fallout 4 took a lot of the role play element out of it for example, the way you talk to people, it can't just be like in one one word sentences to make an entire like conscious decision about what you want to say. You need to know exactly what you're going to say because otherwise you might fuck something up and then you've, you haven't really got your point across in the game. So I hope that's something they work on for any um, consecutive Fallout titles. Um, hopefully there'll be like a new Vegas to this Fallout 4, do you know what I mean? Where they've sort of consolidated and made all the necessary adjustments to make a better product, which New Vegas, I thought, was a better product to Fallout 3, even though Fallout 3 was great. 
New Vegas had some great ideas and delivered them perfectly. I've played all the DLCs for Fallout 4 as well, and they're, they're fine, you know, they're standalone stuff, but, like, we want a decent new game. And we don't care so much about the settlement stuff. Like, once you've made one, you've made a thousand of them. I think there should be more companion options, there should be more customization options for your character, not so much the settlements, because I think, you know, all settlements look the same anyway. It's the end of the world. Hopefully Bethesda pulls their finger out and gets a decent Elder Scrolls and a decent Fallout game on the way for the new next-gen consoles and PC, obviously. And I really hope the game devs push for um, cross-platform gaming because I think we're done with, like, uh, you know, platform exclusives. Like, we're in a, we're in a connected age. We just want to play with our friends. We should be able to do it on any console we buy. There shouldn't be any limitations in this day and age. Like, we can stream anything from anywhere in the world, but we can't play the same game because we have a different console to them. That shouldn't happen anymore. In regards to, like, um, consoles and stuff that I'm interested in, I'm probably going to go for the, uh, the new Xbox when that comes out, just because I like the way Microsoft makes their consoles. I just, like... It feels just natural to me to be on an Xbox rather than a PlayStation. But I am primarily into my PC games. Um, my rig is getting a little old now. It's like a year or two old, so I'm going to have to update that. But if I'm going to get more into the YouTube side of stuff, I'd want like a super good rig. And so I'm able to record and play without any drop-in uh, quality or of content, you know? So that's something to do on the uh, the new year. There's a lot of plans for the new year for Uncle Sunday and myself. Um, lots more presence on YouTube using Twitter and Twitch. Obviously, I'm not going to abandon the podcast because I absolutely love doing the podcast. love having people on. Um, but hopefully, I can incorporate it into my schedule for like gaming and YouTube stuff as well. Hopefully, I can like grow a decent little community and we can, you know... We can all just have a laugh, basically, because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It's all about just enjoying yourself, having a good time, maybe forgetting that Donald Trump is president for <laughs> for five seconds. Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, everything goes well. I've got some stuff in place um, for 2017. It's gonna be it's gonna be challenging, but I think I'm I'm definitely up for it. It's like one of those things. It's like the only thing that's stopping you is starting isn't it at the end of the day like if, if you start you're on your way you you've already started there's you're in it you're you're gonna have to make it a success but like if you don't start it will never happen that's all i say like if there's anything that you want to do we're getting a little bit preachy now but you know fuck it who cares um if there's anything you want to do you have to start somewhere and it doesn't matter what it is you have to start somewhere and once you start you're on your way you know, so um, yeah, for people that get a little discouraged this time of year, because I know a lot of people struggle um, when it gets colder and darker, like make some plans. Like I I'm the worst because like I'm a guy that basically makes plans constantly and then maybe starts for a little bit and then lets it drop off or lets my let myself get away with something and don't have to do it and procrastination and stuff like that. So I'm practicing what I preach with this podcast. Like I'm making sure I get one out once a week 
now going to be on Sundays rather than Wednesdays, but I'm going to make sure that there's a podcast there every single week for myself more than anything else, because it's something that I'm going to stick at. And if I can stick at this, I can stick at anything else I put my mind to. Like, and that's the the kind of logic you have to have when you get into this kind of thing, because you're your own boss at the end of the day. You're the only one that gets to decide what you do. So do it well and do it often and just start. That's my advice. Just, just come along with me. We'll do it together. Like, like make a podcast or write some music or, you know, get your film started or something, you know, just something. And what I would say as well is you don't have to do it on your own. Like there are communities in place, like the rooster teeth community, like, uh, if you're in a band, there's like music scenes that you can be a part of. You just have to get out there and do it. Like if you don't get involved, nothing will happen. You have to make some waves in the universe, man. You have to get your shit out there and get it noticed. (laughs) And the only way to do that, I feel, is to be genuine with what you want and how you portray yourself and just be completely honest with what you want out of the universe. And good things will happen, man. I, th- I firmly believe that good things will happen. Like, I've had a pretty trying year, but here I am still here on, what is it, 13th of November, still talking to you, you know? And that's in itself is amazing, I think. So let's just keep going forward. Let's, uh, let's just keep, let's just keep remaining positive and just making cool shit at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? Let's just make some awesome shit. For the uh, the weird news roundup this week, uh, besides Donald Trump being president, which is weird enough, uh, McDonald's are introducing a new burger, and it will make chocoholics rejoice, say The Mirror. Okay, so McDonald's, right? They're going to do a new burger that has Nutella in a brioche bun. So let that sink in for a second. Okay, so... So the, the, the burger is called the Sweetie Con Nutella. So what, let's, let's find out what the fuck is in it. It's just Nutella. It's literally just a fucking two pieces of brioche bun and t- Nutella. That's, what? That doesn't seem real. You can make that at home? What the fuck? So you're going to go to McDonald's and order a fucking Nutella burger. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. Okay, so that's the, the weird news roundup. McDonald's are fucking idiots, effectively. Um, we're sort of running a little bit over, because I, I love the sound of my own voice. So we're going to finish it there. Um, it's been awesome. I love talking to you. I'll see you again next week. We're going to be on Sundays now. We're going to have to make some new artwork and stuff to tell everyone that Uncle Sunday is going to be on every Sunday. We're available to listen to on iTunes, if you search for Uncle Sunday. We're also on SoundCloud. Um... As an FYI, if you if you know any better like podcast hosting that isn't too expensive, let me know because SoundCloud's sort of letting me down at the moment. Like it's not user friendly. People have to like download an app before they can listen to it on SoundCloud. The iTunes thing has helped a lot, but you know, if there's anything better that you know, just drop me a message either on the Uncle Sunday Facebook page or on Twitter at uh, I am Uncle Sunday. Once again, it's been awesome, and I'll see you next Sunday. Thanks very much. It's...